Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. This is a special episode this week. Um, as you guys know, we did not release a hump day episode yesterday. Given the current climate with COVID-19, um, I'm sure a lot of dental assistants are really multitasking right now as far as getting their ducks in a row. And we wanted to release this episode to kind of go over some of the specifics, like how this directly affects the dental assistants, uh, what to do, what to look for, and maybe how to, to utilize this time uh, if your office does um, kind of close down and, and only do emergency services and and just kind of talk it out, cover some of your major concerns, and uh, see how we can get through this. It's time to organize the chaos with Zen. All dental practices run into the same problems. Ordering dental office supplies is a mess. Running out of products, no budget, and price comparisons that take hours. With Zen, dental supplies management has never been easier. Go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Well, okay, Miss Jules, happy. <laughs> We're not on hump day, are we? We're no. trying to get over the hump, the hump of everything, right? The, this is quite a week, guys. Um, Jules and I, we were just talking before we started recording, uh, you know, we're, we're all struggling right now. And, and Julie, you even said when you're going social media, like it brings anxiety because there's so many dental assistants that don't know which way is up. It, it does. It brings, you know, heightens my anxiety. It, it heightens my anxiety because I see people bickering and arguing and, you know, just kind of being mean to each other or not respecting others' opinions. You know, that's that's the hard part. But then I also see all these dental assistants that are just had the rug pulled out from underneath their feet and they're trying to figure out how they're going to maintain on their feet and stuff like that. And, and they're not given resources or they're not given things to help them go with there. Not saying it's all dentists, but, you know, some of them are really like, oh, I, I got a tax saying I can't come in. Now what? Yeah, so they're not giving any resources. Mm -hmm. As a leader, you guys, if your dentist is the leader of the team, which is what their role is, mm -hmm. they need to guide you. They need to say A, B, C, and D. This is the game plan. This is where we go. This is where you go. Like, I mean, right. of, of all the times. And I think, you know, a bunch of people are sharing that. Like, this is where true colors show, you know, like, how, how much do you care for what you call your family? Yeah. And, and it tomorrow, may not be paying them when you can't afford to pay them. It's at least guiding them on how to make it through. Yeah. So things, I mean, things you can do as a dental assistant, if you are abruptly cut off from your office or told not to come in is first file unemployment ASAP. Most states are waiving a waiting period because they know that this is going to happen and people can't be without funds to at least provide your basic care necessities food, electricity, you know, that type of stuff. Care for your kids. If you, you know, are in that predicament, get on and file unemployment ASAP, you know, um, get with, you know, your employer and ask how long is it going to last? Not saying they have to have a timeline, but just say, you know, what can I expect? Um, because, you know, this is not only affecting you, but it's also affecting them. And while we think that every dentist is rich, that is not the case. 
you know, especially the newer starting up practices um, and stuff like that. So we really have to be sensitive to what they're going through plus what we're going through. Yeah. Um, So definitely file unemployment. If you were off, if your office is still opening and you cannot, because everybody's out of school now. So, and you cannot have daycare or afford daycare and you need to stay home in my state, at least I know the New York state paid family medical leave act will pay you because it's an abruption and you, you cannot have daycare for your kids. So you have to be out of work. So they've put a clause in there that if it's a daycare issue, then you are going to, um, be able to collect paid family medical leave act pay. Right. So we really need to, you know, not every dental office has an HR department, call your payroll company, ask all the questions you need to ask. You know, um, I don't believe they can make you use your paid time off. I think that would be unfair. It's not, you wanted to take a vacation. Yeah. You know, but really- here, my other question real quick is, okay, so with the allotments, you know, that we can get for unemployment, you guys have got to be prepared that it's not a lot of money. So regardless, you're still, you know, even if you qualify and you get that check, you're still going to have to learn to stretch your dollar uh, way more now than ever. I don't know. What you can do is sit down and analyze your bills. And what you need to do is figure out what's important to pay, call the people that you cannot pay and figure out a lot of the companies are putting like car payments at the end. They're skipping this month. Uh, cell phone carriers are extending payments to, you will have to make it up, but right now you won't have to pay it and they won't shut you off. Uh, creditors are allowing you to forego this month. Student loans. If you have student loans, call your student loan providers. Don't wait until you're late. Do it now. Be proactive instead of reactive. Yes. Be proactive on it. Make sure that you are, um, you know, calling all them, writing them down and savoring what you can save and not waiting till the last minute. Because if you wait till you're 30 days late, they're going to say, well, why didn't you call us 30 days ago? You've been out of work for two months. Yeah. So, not that they'll all be like that, but you don't want them to be like that. So get on it right now while you have the time, you know, if you rent, you know, see if you can work with your, your rental people that you rent from and say, Hey, can I just, I can only afford to pay half. This is what's going on. They're going to understand and they're going to get it. If you have a mortgage, call your mortgage company. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things we can do. If you lose your health care, get your state subsidized health care for at least for your kids or something, if you have kids or yourself. So there's a lot of resources out there. We just have to it takes time and it's, it's, it's not easy when, especially, well, hello kitty. Um, especially when you're, the rug is pulled out from underneath your feet, you yeah. know, head spinning, you can't go to work, you stress about money. It's understandable. But what we can do is make sure that we have all this in place. Well, make sure you have clarity too, guys. This isn't just you. We are all in all industries, all communities are dealing with it. So it's not new information to these people when you call them. you know, they are just like us. They're setting up plans. You know, this is what we do in a scenario, B scenario, C scenario. Like Mm -hmm. that is, I would, I would, I would say the silver lining is knowing that you're not doing this alone and that, you know, these guys have prepared for that call when you make it. Right. 
Right. And, and that's, and that's most we can do is just put a plan into place. You know, um, there's things that we're going to have to go without for a while and excuse me, um, just, you know, the necessities in life are food, shelter, and water. I mean, we can live on that. Do we really need our cell phone? No. Do you, you know, do we really need, if you have a landline, you know, get rid of one or the other. So think, go through your house. Do you really need dish? No, you can stream everything on YouTube TV. I mean, if you have satellite and it's costing you a hundred and some odd dollars a month, you can get dish t or, uh, YouTube TV for $40 a month. So there's a lot of adjustments we can make, um, in it, in, you know, in it to better, better our bank accounts right now. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I'm sorry if this offends anyone that wears fake fingernails, but sorry, right, not, not sorry. Necessary. Cause this is one of those things that you might want to skip, you know, go ahead and take those nails off and, and try it on, on our side. You know, what is it like to practice without fake fingernails? <laughs> Or, you know, getting your hair like my roots are pretty. <laughs> I'm, I've been slacking, but you know, my hairdresser's out of work. The shop yeah. that she works at closed up. I mean, technically, yeah, she could do it at people's homes and travel and stuff like that. But we're trying to limit um, our social distancing as it may be well, hard to do. See, Jules, this is one of those things. Like they're recommending, the CDC recommends six feet distance. Even at the dental practice, I mean, practice, if it's emergency care, it's still less than six feet. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, who was it? Um, Teresa Duncan was posting that, you know, make sure if it is an emergency patient, you guys have got to write, um, you know, a note that is, is spectacular beginning, middle and end. This patient requested that we complete this emergency treatment because X, Y, and Z, they were given every opportunity to reschedule and they considered this a dental emergency like you i mean you just you got to be careful especially like right now um with your notes if you guys are in charge of writing those for your docs mm -hmm. well and the thing is our is our we have i had just a wonderful podcast this morning with linda harvey which is going to come out tomorrow or whenever ronnie gets it edited tomorrow um, about what we can do now, what we need to do in the future, and what we should have been doing all along as dental assistants. So it, she had some really good insightful things to say about our infection control processes, our OSHA, our blood work pathogens, you know, and, you know, honestly, for me, this is not the time to put your patients into panic that you haven't been doing these things. Yeah. You know, so like sending out a mass email to patients saying, you know, we are upping our standards. Well, we should have always been upping our standards. Yeah, this is where that- You want to make sure that you construct a crafty email or response to patients that doesn't exhibit for them to go into panic that you've never practiced infection control standards the way they need to be. Yeah. So we really have to watch our wording with patients when they call or they come in or in the future when this all, you know, is over and things hopefully go back to normal, which I know they will. It's just going to take time. We don't know when that will be, but when they come in the office, say, Oh my God, that COVID thing, da da da. You can't say, well, Oh yeah, we were using level one masks and they weren't protecting us anyways. So now we have to use N95s. Those are things we shouldn't say, Oh, you, you know, just agree with them and move on. Or yeah, we never monitored our autoclaves and here we are monitoring them now. 
So yeah. we really just have to be, cause we don't want to scare our patients or our public or have them, you know, call OSHA on us or whoever and be like, Oh, they, well, they never did that, you know, but we can just protect ourselves. Well, you know, it's funny. Cause like you were saying that. And then yesterday, have you guys been watching the, what is it? The COVID dental conference? It's a zoom. It's like three or four days. I watched like six hours yesterday. It's, it's got CE in there. It's pretty amazing. So act dental, um, is putting it on. I'm going to give you guys the link here. Um, so I don't mess it up, but it's, uh, it's the act dental COVID-19 dental conference 2020 and it's all recorded. So you can go back in and it's free and it's, um, you know, you can, you know, they like an hour, every hour they have a new presenter and uh, it's a three day live video conference basically. Um, let's see, where do you register at? Um, 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 um. um see, I registered a couple days ago when it first came out. Uh, how did I register? <laughs> I was so inundated with so much information. Um, that's interesting. Well, that's yeah. So it's on, it's on zoom. You know, people are going to be pretty looking for a lot of stuff right now. And, and that's, a, I mean, this is a time, this is our downtime, take an hour a day, do some CE, you know, I don't know how dental offices are going to rebound from this. You may not have a job to go back for because they may not be able to afford you to come back. So, but there will be jobs available. And then this will be the time for you just to get your um, resume together and, you know, maybe make a career change or, and it's okay. You have to do what's right for you. So if you don't go back into dental assisting, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, unprecedented circumstances lead to unprecedented actions. You know, you might decide that after all this, you want to be a nurse or you don't want to work in healthcare because it's scary. It is scary. So you might want to go work in computer science or go be a teacher or, or something or other, but it's okay. You have to find the right path for you and what is going to get you through and make sure you're okay for you or you and your family or whoever you surround yourself with. That's what matters. Yeah. And like I did a video the other day, I'm like, take this time to learn, just like you said, but here's, I wanted to go back since I never found the link. Anyways, you guys just type in COVID-19 dental conference. It'll, you'll find the zoom link somewhere. It's kind of everywhere right now. There's like 2000 people on this morning when I was in class. Wow. Um, so one of the speakers was saying, you know, like when you talk to your patients about rescheduling their recare appointments, you cannot say, oh, we just, you know, it's okay. This can wait. It's just your recare appointment. I'm sure you don't mind rescheduling it because mm -hmm. what that does is it degrades the importance of that recare visit. Like, so we can't hammer into them for 20 years how important it is to keep that date. That is a recare appointment. It yeah. is essential to maintain your oral health. And right. then when it's something like this happens, you're like, oh, well, it's just a cleaning. You'll, you'll be fine. So mm -hmm. it was just like, it was really, it was a kind of like eye-opening. I'm like, oh, that's right. You can't word it that way. You have to say, your recare is important. Let's talk about tips that I can give you over the phone right now to maintain the health that you have. Like it's, it's important now more than ever that you do the home care so that we don't um, end up falling behind in your periodontal health. Like, right. I, you know, it, I, it just, it was shocking. Cause like, I didn't think about that, you know, cause I'm sure a ton of us have called patients and been like, Oh, you know, it's okay. Which is your recare appointment. We'll go ahead and push it out three months <laughs> and then not emphasize, you know, 
because because what they said is it would be like a cascade effect is once this uh, pandemic is is subsided that they would like not show up for their cleanings or be okay with rescheduling them because mm -hmm. at, you know you in a time of you crisis you value yeah. what you you valued for so long just because of this you just have to watch your wording yeah. and realize that it's it's an infection control issue it's not anything to do with getting your teeth cleaned it's we we want to minimize spreading the disease and we want to minimize contact and people being out and about and and there are patients and and has had, that will come to the dental practice sick people yeah. do not stay home when they're sick that's why it's spreading they think, oh, I just got a sniffle or I got a cold or, you know, I got the flu. It's no big deal. I'm not contagious. And they go out in public. And that's what you don't want. Yep. And it's true. Like, I, I think now more than ever, like, if you find that you enjoy something in particular that's outside the op, you know, take your advantage of it. Like, if you want, right. if your doc's looking at digital technology, take the time to learn about it. What kind of products are out there? What are the, you know, like literally you could do like a, a, what is it called? A thesis. Yeah. You could do a thesis over this time. Like right. what talent technology is there? What are the price ranges? What are the pros and cons? Look at the reviews. Like brings, you know, your doctors are struggling. You guys, if you were on the dental hacks last night and you saw Dr. Lipscomb's post you know, and they were just talking about like sitting in the car and crying because these are people that depend on you and <laughs> you have yeah. to let them down. And I'm yeah. sure it's hard for them too. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's hard for everybody, you know, and we all have to realize that we're all going to be okay. It's just, how do we get through it? You know, how do we, you know, whether your dentist is a, a multimillionaire or well set, it's not an easy decision for him to let his team go. You know, even if you feel that your dentist has not a care in the world that he, you know, he just thinks you're a number or whatever, there's got to be a part of them, the dentist to feel like it hurts, you know? Yeah. So it was a really good feed though. Like there's one where, uh, you know, they're talking about how much I appreciate my team and, you know, say words mm -hmm. of encouragement. And, and so, you know, it's just, um, it's hard, you know, it's, it's easy to put me first. Like this is affecting me. It's all about me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just put that spin on it. This is us, you know, but if we don't come together as a society and, and do what we need to do, it's going to affect us longer than what they think it is. Yeah. You know, if you're a high volume dental office and you're just plugging away in your, in my area, that's not gonna be good if someone you know, gets it or, you know, keeps, you know, we really need to look at the situation, look at every, and every dental office is different. So I'm not telling an office it's right or wrong to close down because it's not my practice. It's not my call, yeah. but you know, if it becomes mandatory and things happen, take a turn for a worse, which knock on wood, they don't, let's hope that we're on the incline up, you know, but yeah, by practicing safe, you know, mm -hmm. just situational like and it's like that in any profession in, in yeah. any profession whether you're a hairdresser or um a high volume restaurant you know if you kept your doors open when your state said to close 
then you're contributing to the spread of it and not really doing what's necessary. Or if they, you know, just another notice came out that our state is down to 75%. You have, if you have a business, you can only have 70, you need to lay off 70. You can only have, what does it say? 75, reduce your work in office personnel by 75%. Yeah. So if you have a hundred people, then you need to let go 75 and 25 can only be in the office. Right. Yeah. So, but it doesn't affect that in New York state, it doesn't affect, let's see, shipping firms, media, warehouse businesses, grocery food productions, pharmacies, healthcare providers, and utilities, banks related financial and other industries critical to the supply chain. So we are critical to the supply chain, but not as critical as that medical doctor that might need a mask or the, you know, cancer treatment center or something like that. So. I saw some doctors that were donating their PPE, mm-hmm. you know, since they were going to minimal staffing and, and emergency care only. It was right. really cool. I'm like, that's the stuff guys. Like think outside the box. You know, if I'm not using it, let me send it to the front lines. Right. Absolutely. And I had another question, Jules. You probably know the answer. Mm-hmm. So from here forward, COVID until they find a way to give us, uh, what is it? Inoculation? Like find a the vaccine spot for it. Um, are we going to be required to use N95 from here on out? If viruses can be this small now, there's a chance that the rest of them, you know, the yeah. next series that come down. I'm really not sure what the answer is. I'm sure it, things will change. I do think our masks will change for certain procedures. Cause you know, like Linda and I were saying this morning that there's different, if you're if you're not not using the handpiece, you could use a level one, but you're using the handpiece, you should have used a level three. Some offices just use automatically level three. Some never ever change. So I think if if they become the CDC <clears throat> requires an N95 for all, which it probably is coming down the pipeline, one, that company is gonna have to pump out all this mass. And two, it's it's a, a an expense that the practice is gonna have to pay prepare for. Yeah. You know, and is it, is it, uh, it's, it's, it is, it is a good thing that things happen and we evolve and we're finding out that maybe some of the PPE that we have used are, are not good enough. Now we have to change our standards, you know, so, and it's only to protect us and protect the patients that we see. Yeah. Know? So if that's the case, they tell us we have to use it, then that's what we'll have to do. So, and if you can't get an N95 mask to treat your patients, then you shouldn't be treating them. Yeah. So. I mean, if, if, especially, you know, if viruses are this small and, you know, just a a small cough, even if you're clearing your throat, guys, that expels an aerosol. It doesn't have to be a full on. It could be. And there you go. You got a little cloud puff of bugs. Yep. And it can live on dry surfaces up to 72 hours and it can stay in the air for up to three hours. Mm-hmm. So even if you guys, let's say you're, 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 maybe your doctor isn't quite ready to, um, stop aerosol production in the practice because it's not mandated. They have HIPAA filters that can circulate the out, the air every six times an hour. HIPAA. HIPAA, HIPAA, HIPAA filter. HIPAA, E-P-A. E- okay. H E P A 
Peppa. Peppa. Peppa is for. Easy. <laughs> there, there, there. Um, hippo belongs in a hippo belongs in a lake. <laughs> and how do you spell hippo? Huh? How do you spell the acronym HIPAA? H-I-P-A-A. There you go. See, you know, oh, it's still <laughs> hard for me. I mean, I've been doing it 20 years and a lot of us will go H-I-P-P-A. <laughs> but if you type it enough in your iPhone, it will come up the crux. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you that when I first started doing chart notes, um, I spelled gauze, gauge. So for like a year, all of my oh, notes, yeah. gauge, place. Over extraction site number 32. <laughs> and then finally I got a records audit and they're like, you've been spelling gauge for a year. <laughs> this is before digital. So like I didn't have spell check. Well, let's see, because it doesn't autocorrect to gauze. It autocorrects to gauge. <laughs> yeah. So all you dental assistants out there listening, you know, sit, take some time today to look over your financial infrastructure. You know, if some of you have 401ks, not that I recommend taking them out or tapping into them, but you got to do what you got to do. You know, if you have lines of credit, if you have mortgages that will maybe give you a line of credit, you know, you know, use your resources. Um, there's tons of resources per state that can help you out. Call your creditors. You know, I'm thinking most creditors are going to be like, okay, you know, let us help you because they'll remember that and you'll always want to maintain their service with them, especially if you're a, good paying customer and stuff like that. Yeah. But don't wait till the last minute when you're late and it dings your credit report, you know? Yeah. So, so what are some good opportunities for dental assistants to make money during this time? Like if you had to, to give somebody like, here's two options to make auxiliary funding for your home. Well, I mean, there are a lot of warehouses hiring, you know, like our food warehouse around here is hiring because their, their food chain supply is in demand. So they're hiring nighttime pallet loaders. I mean, yeah. there are, I guess you just have to look outside of other opportunities for non-health care because that is going to be limited. I think the healthcare industry is going to be limited because of all this, but you know, maybe some work from home, maybe you can process claims from home. Um, medical billing is probably going to be hot you know, in the next year or so again, because of all this, right? Yeah. They're going to have to catch up mm -hmm. that I, I, I'm thinking like yard work guys, you know, go, go pull weeds for money like, or yeah. digital. I love, you know, I love the idea of like, especially for that dental assistant who's been teetering on the idea of running social medias and understanding mm -hmm. like how to make digital content. Like this would be the time to learn that. Uber Eats, Uber I mean, Eats. Uber Eats, Grubhub, those type of places are probably booming right about now. Also, I mean, house cleaning. Yeah. House cleaning. I don't like to clean my house. If someone was going to tell me they're going to come over. But since you, the assistant, know affection control really well, you might want to offer your house cleaning services to some people. They might want their house really cleaned up and disinfected. Yeah. They may not want to do it themselves. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of uh, people that aren't spending money right now, whether it's, you know, to just to, to keep their reserves and they don't want to, like we just talked about fingernails and hair and, and random stuff that, you know, is optional, but there are going to be those that, you know, have already been retired. They're used to this lifestyle, like, and, and they need help more than anything because they're in that, 
that that age group that is more susceptible. Um, so so when they talk about go help your elders, like this could be mutually beneficial. Yep, absolutely. And in the meantime, if your office is on limited hours, take some time to go over your processes and your procedures. Sit with your doctor and walk through all the steps because even when I was talking with Linda, and this will be on the podcast, you know, when you open drawers, all those aerosols fall into the drawer. So if you're constantly opening drawers during procedures, now is the time to sit down and kind of hone all the procedures and and operations that you do in your practice to a T. Yeah, and check out Zerks. Maybe you you wanted to change some things and you just haven't had time. Now is the time. Yeah, to make the change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, freshen up on all your skills, all the things that maybe you're not great at, like pouring right. models or, um, you know, organizing your lab cases. X-rays, you know, taking x-rays, yes. that type of stuff. There's yep. so many things you can fine tune, guys. So the bottom line is, you know, instead of letting yourself fall into despair, you've got you've to find your outlets. You've got to figure out what can I do better at? What can I use this time on? For me, I'm a huge fan of taking CE. I'm a huge fan of developing your skills. If there's something you're weak at, like this is the time to do it. Right. And it'll make wow. your dentist proud, you know, like that's right. My dentist calls me and we haven't, you know, we're not in the practice or whatever, you know, it's mandated that we shut down all dental practices at some point. Like, Hey doc, aren't you proud of me? Like, this is what I was productive at today. Like, this is what I could do from home. Like just, you know, that'll make them feel better and it'll make you better. Yeah. And remember not to read all the doom and gloom and it's causing you anxiety to get off, but there's lots of positive that, you know, people are recovering from this, you know, and stuff like that. So really find not the doom and gloom websites, but something that has a little bit of both that has the numbers and the facts, but also has the positivity that it's bringing out. Yeah. And it's funny because like, um, just thinking about the doom and gloom, like if you guys, um, need support, you know, dental assistance worldwide group, dental assistance rock, like we're the DA rock stars. We're here, you know, voice your opinions, concerns. Sometimes it's easier to talk to your peers and, uh, and it, it is, I mean, it's, it's just, it's going to be a little bit of a shift in lifestyle and, um, it's, it's a, we can adapt. We're adaptable. If anybody's adaptable, dental assistants are adaptable. That's true. That's true. All right, everyone, stay amazing. And if you need Rhonda and I, feel free to reach out and remember to wash your hands. Wash your hands, guys. Good luck. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.